Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Okay, this is... Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. This is not the Flintstones. This is the Growing in Grace. 15th anniversary podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski, along with Mike Kapler. Kind of a milestone here, to put it very lightly. 15 years of doing the Growing in Grace podcast. February 10th, 2005 was the very first, uh, well, it was when the podcast was born, I guess you could put it that way. And so 15 years later, here we are still doing it. Mike Kapler, it's been a pleasure doing this this whole podcast thing, Growing in Grace podcast thing with you for the last 15 years. I you know, know, after 15 years, I'll bet there are some people disappointed that the Flintstones aren't on right now <laughs> instead of us. <laughs> but, and, and I just got to say this, because I was joking around about it before we started. Go back and listen to the happy anniversary song there again from the Flintstones because you know a lot of times when you're listening when you're listening to recording artists doing songs and, and they have background vocals behind them in the chorus especially uh, sometimes it's actually just the lead singer having their voice mixed over and over again so it sounds like background singers I think that sounds like Joel Brzezinski there on that song <laughs> I I know I know it can't be because it was recorded you know before you were born but yeah. still it just listen to it and, and see if you don't hear the mixture of the breeze man i don't know i didn't hear it but i'll have to listen <laughs> to it again i'll have to meditate on that <laughs> until it gets into my heart <laughs> <laughs> all right 15 years joel did you ever think <laughs> we started this thing <laughs> that we would be doing this now with a worldwide audience all these years later uh you know i guess tens of thousands of downloads per month and and the correspondence that we've gotten mm -hmm. uh, over the years from so many that were, um, in some cases, very e emotional, very hard to read uh, as they emailed or wrote to us. And, and at other times, we were so encouraged by our podcast, our, our humble little podcast here at growingandgrace.org, uh, having some sort of a positive impact on people where they could more easily begin to trust in Christ instead of themselves, I think, as part of our mission here. Right, yeah, that's that's been so awesome. I mean, because when this whole thing started, and we might we might get into this, we haven't really predetermined what we're going to be talking about on this uh, <laughs> on this anniversary special, or if we'll do one or two or or what, but... We, we, we might take 15 years yeah. just to do our anniversary <laughs> there, special. There we go. Well, we took 15 years to do our first season, so, <laughs> and, and season one continues here. <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was going with this, but yeah, just hearing from people from all around the world, you know, people have been... In, it's not just in the United States where, where we're out of, but all around the world, there are churches and ministries that I think so many of them have, you know, good hearts, good intentions, and I know many of them don't. I know there are some abusive churches and, and ministers and leaders out there, but uh, for whatever reason, people have 
gotten uh, involved in one way or another in ministries that teach legalism, basically the ministry of death and condemnation, mixing the law in with grace. And if you mix law in with grace, you've got law because they, they don't mix. Just a little bit of law uh, leavens the whole lump, <laughs> as it's as the Paul says, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. And so uh, people have been hurt. Again, whether the, the abusers have been intentional, whether those who have hurt them have been intentional or not, and they've felt unworthy. They have felt like God is at a distance from them. They have felt like they need to work their way back to God. They've sinned too much. They don't know where they stand with God. They don't know, you know all these things. And people live a worried life when the gospel is good news and is meant to show God's love for us. And so all these years on the podcast, oh, that's where I was going. When, when, this, when this thing started, we didn't really have any intentions of going worldwide. I mean, I knew it was going to be on the Internet, and so we knew that that's going worldwide, but we, I don't think we had a clue that we would hear from the Netherlands, that we would hear from Russia or the UK or anywhere else in the world where we've heard from all even, even California. Yeah, even that country, even that foreign country. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, it has been really good to hear from people from from all over. Um, Joel and I met in radio. We were doing contemporary Christian music radio, and it was pretty edgy for its time. Uh, we played a lot of stuff that most Christian stations wouldn't play, or they would at least, at the very least, they would reserve it for a certain time slot on the weekend at 2 a.m. or something. <laughs> um, so we played a lot of uh, edgier stuff, um, not not just heavy metal type stuff, but just more, you know, edgier. It was more contemporary. It was more upbeat. And you know, I, I began to learn early on, Joel, because I, I started radio before you did, Christian radio in that sense, back in the 80s when we were mixing in uh, Petra and Striper and and different uh, rock, Christian rock artists into our contemporary mix. I, I began to learn early on what it meant to be persecuted in, in the Bible way. And what I mean by that is religious people. That's where our persecution was coming from. Mm -hmm, we were mm -hmm. being criticized up and down, right and left. You know, we were of the devil. We weren't of God. And all we were doing on there was trying to promote the message of Jesus Christ, you know, and, and playing music in between some exhortations as DJs. But, boy, we, we took it on the chin and, and, you know, people were being told not to support us and all that. Well, eventually time went on and, and contemporary Christian music became more um more acceptable within the church industry <laughs> and uh and so it became much more popular uh in the 90s and thereafter but uh joel and i met in probably 1994 yep he came on to the station we just relaunched a christian radio station and joel came up and he can tell the story if he wants to but the nutshell version here is that he came up and he, and he became a volunteer on the air and eventually became a part-time staff uh, but he came at a time where I had just come to a crossroads in my life with God um, because I, I, I got saved at a young age, and I knew it was the gift of salvation was, was just that. It was meant to be a gift. It was meant to be something that was free 
something we couldn't earn. I mean, we used all of those talking points when we went out sharing the gospel with others on college campus or street ministry or whatever. Whenever we were trying to lead somebody to Jesus, we would tell them, well, you can't earn it. But there was something built into my brain, Joel, something the, the way my mind worked, the way I adapted to the, the Christian message, especially once I got around the church crowd, um, is that I, I thought this was all dependent upon me and that I could I could lose my salvation and that God might not be happy with me and might man and where do I really stand with God today? All of these things. And and when I felt like I was doing okay, I felt good. I felt confident. When I wasn't doing so good or I didn't feel like I was doing enough, then I started to wonder where where am I really at here? And it was a constant uh, you know, uh, it's just a constant cycle of rededicating, recommitting trying harder, and hoping that it was going to be enough. And so there was a lot, just a lot of double talk and a lot of double-mindedness there, you know? You ever watch Looney Tunes and you see Daffy Duck get his beak blown off? You know, it was like talking out of both sides of my mouth. <laughs> He'd just spin that thing around start talking Christianese again, I guess. That's what I was doing. I was like the, you know, spiritual Daffy Duck. And um, <laughs> going to write that uh, one down. <laughs> And so, in 1994, things began to change for me, and that's where you came along, uh, as as I was so excited now about this new message of of grace that had just completely encompassed me. Uh, It was quite different from many of the things that I had thought about through the the 20-plus years of my Christian life, and so, uh, you started started hearing from me about some of this stuff, and I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, no, that was that's exactly right because I had um I had come into into the radio station like you say kind of out of the blue. It was something and this is this is I say this because just to say how this is such a god thing in that I had never had any intentions of being any part of a of being on the air <laughs> in front of a microphone at a radio station. I wasn't pursuing the dream. It wasn't my dream at all. <laughs> and and uh, we've shared in the past about how this happened. But you know, God. Long story short, God led me to this radio station through through nothing that I could have planned myself. And there I was. I found myself as a volunteer there. And indeed, you had been going through. You know what you were going through, learning the the various things that you were learning about God's grace, and there I was, a willing, listening ear, and uh, the things that you were telling me that you were learning were resonating with me, and it was I I it was like I understood what you were saying. It's like I already knew these things to be true, but but nobody that I knew was was teaching this stuff <laughs> and no church that I had ever been a part of was teaching it but yet internally I think from my own bible reading I think that I had seen these things or at least glimpsed them had a glimpse at them but again with nobody teaching them I re- I I just I don't know if I would have uh latched on to it or not but you started sharing these things with me you know little bites at a time as as we were Doing the ministry at the radio station, I'd be perhaps because uh, I had two jobs, so I would maybe uh, be leaving out the door to go head to my other job, and you would share some things with me. We'd stand in the doorway and talk, 
And again, the things that you were saying were resonating with me. And then the story I love to share, I've shared it a lot of times, so I'm sure I'll share it many times, that the, the thing that really uh, caught me was one day you said, in the middle of what we were talking about, I, I wasn't expecting anything extra or big that day, but you just said, God isn't angry with us anymore. And that just, it melted me right there and then, and, and it hit me, and I... And uh, that, I think, was the beginning of my transition into, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start to uh, full, <laughs> fully embrace this thing, this whole grace thing. And so um, we'll, have to, I, I, we'll definitely going to have to go more than one episode on this because we're about uh, to the end of this one. But the, the, the thing was that we, so I started learning this stuff. We started, my wife and I, we left the church we were going to, began attending the church that you had, again, uh, started going to where you were hearing this message. And for three solid years, <laughs> I remember I sat, uh, the, he would teach for an hour. The pastor would, would preach for an hour every time. And I was just sucked into the whole thing. It was awesome in a good way. I mean, uh, I never felt like, man, he's going long. I never felt like that. It, it always felt so, I felt so refreshed. I felt good about who I was. And in church, I had always left feeling bad about myself in, in previous times. <laughs> and uh, the gospel is supposed to help you to feel good because it, it means that God loves you and that through nothing you've done, Jesus Christ has accepted you. So, 15 years, Cap. 15 years. We'll, uh, we'll have to hop on another time, another week, uh, for next week for this because, uh, like I said, the time is up for this one. So, thank you the listener for coming along with us whether you're a new listener or you've been with us a long time and we'll be sharing more obviously as time goes on here on growing in grace this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel brzezinski heard online through various internet sources around the world each week to access hundreds of past programs visit graceroots.org share it with a friend and listen again next week for more growing in grace